Shall we begin? Let's begin. Shall we sing the theme tune this time? Let's do that. Okay. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> beginning yes under are, our belts yes. just just you know before we go any further you are listening to Frithcast. <laughs> it is kate and suzanne wrapped round the virtual campfire indeed pull up a log indeed grab a cup of coffee put a blanket over your knees settle in chill out and if you do find a muppet just nudge them to one side yeah they're accommodating people well you know they stack it's fine <laughs> you can just pile them up in the corner <laughs> So, before we go any further... Hello. Yes, here we are. Hello. Some introductions, I think. Possibly so. Might help. In case we have anybody listening who hasn't uh, hasn't joined us before. Brand shiny new. Brand shiny new. Around the virtual campfire. Fresh out the box. Yay. And joining us around the campfire for the first time. Oh, that's lovely. You are very, very welcome. That would be awesome. I think If you are brand new, you are especially welcome. Welcome to Frithcast. You've probably gathered from our opening that, yeah, I'm not quite sure how we can adequately explain what we've just... No, why not, explain? Why to, explain? No, why just explain? leave it as a, a beautiful mystery bees. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful mystery bees. Mystery bees. Mystery bees! Well, I just wanted to make sure that nobody felt that we were welcoming them less than anyone else. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Where, Be but, with all the welcomings. Yeah, but yeah. but but of course everybody is 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 especially welcome here around the campfire. What's in this coffee? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Before Carry on. We, before we go any further, I think it's probably time we did some introductions. It probably so. I'm Suzanne Martin. I am Kate. I am your wife. Hurrah! That. Your Suzanne. Mine. Your wife. Yes. Okay, that, that's good, because I needed that bit clearing up. Yep. Uh, and I am not uh, a satru. I am I am sort of a, a, a sort of druid that Suzanne found lying about the place. <laughs> <laughs> a 
decided to bring home. <laughs> and decided to do a podcast with. I'm not saying lying about, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was like, you know, I was in the living room. Okay. Lying about in the living room. Lying about in the living room. Right. Probably watching Star Trek. Oh, okay. That's, that's a whole different spin on the, yeah. That wasn't where my brain had gone with you lying about, but that's okay. No, but I can't account for your brain. No, God, thank God. No. No, I love it dearly, but. (laughs) (laughs) You mad fool. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah. Welcome. Um, Welcome. Lovely listeners. Welcome. Especially welcome to To those of you who are especially welcome. Yes, to all of you who are especially welcome. To Frithcast, episode 32. 32! Doesn't quite work the same. 13! No, that was ages ago. Oh, I know. Even 26 was ages ago. But it's nice to... There there where we went, 13, 13! And then I made it... So that means in a few episodes' time we'll be doing it three times. 13, 13, 13... 13 times 3! 39! 39! Yeah, you see, I get the maths. I do the maths in the end. The maths is there. No. The maths is good. What are we going to talk about today? Well, today, I thought we'd have a chat about ancestors. Ancestors, okay. Ancestors. Ancestors, when I do a ritual or a block, they're generally a group of individuals that I will take note of in that ritual Mm -hmm. and I will generally welcome them in the opening and thank them in the closing. I have heard you do this. You have heard me do this. So you have also seen me do this. So I will generally say hello to the the land spirits and the gods and the ancestors. Okay. Now we've talked about land spirits before and we've talked about the gods before but we've never had an episode where we've looked at the ancestors. Okay. Now, ancestors, yeah, it's kind of complicated. Ancestors, to me, are the line of my family mm-hmm. in one respect. Yep. So they are the people I am directly descended from. Okay. If you go back far enough, everybody kind of gets all muddled in together. This is true. You go back to sort of, what's his famous, Clovis. Well, it's traditionally <coughs> Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Charlemagne is the example that's usually used. Yeah. So we're, we're all descended from him. So in theory, if we I should say, take that whole step a little bit slower... I should say people of European descent are all yes, descended um, from Charlemagne. Which is another point I want to touch on later on. Okay. If you are from somewhere in Europe, mm-hmm. give or take, or your ancestors were from somewhere in Europe, you are probably... You go back far enough, you are probably related to every other person in Europe. Mm. And wider afield. Because people move. Do we want to explain this mathematically? You can explain this mathematically. In Lovely listeners, there is going to be a number warning because I don't do maths very well, so Kate's going to explain the maths part. Actually, I'm going to do it without any maths at really? all. Really? I'm okay. going to do it without go. any numbers at all. But Go do the numbers the, thing. The principle being that if each person has mm. two parents, yes. four grandparents, yes. eight grand, great-grandparents, yes. and for every generation you go back, the number doubles. Yes. So you end up with what... Computer people will, will recognise as a binary sequence 8, 16, 32, 64, 128, and so on. Going That's a lot of people. Back and back through the generations. It actually, the number actually expands very, very quickly. You don't need to be going back many generations to get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people who are all in the family tree of the person you've started with. Now, at the same time, back in the, say, the 11th, 12th century, Round about the time of Charlemagne, you've got a certain number of people in Europe. Yes. And there are certain 
points in history where um, the the number of people in that generation of your ancestors, mm. so say your great 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 whatever grandparents, mm-hmm. number equal or more than the number of people who were alive in Europe at the time. And as, as I say, I am focusing on Europe specifically, but if you go back even further still, you start to get into a situation where uh, everybody who is alive, not only everybody who is of European descent, but everybody who is alive is descended from everybody who was alive at, at, at that time. So this is why they say we're all descend- Europeans are all descended from Charlemagne. Yes. Because Charlemagne had to be included in the number of people who... who were in our ancestral tree, if you like, at that far back. Wow. That's a lot of people. Which is kind of cool. And they say it's um, around about the 12th century for people in Europe. And, and the same would apply for, for different mm. regions around regions around the world. But, but the uh, example, as I say, the common example is Charlemagne. So, so 12th century for people in Europe. And I think they said if you go back to about the 1st century or thereabouts, 1st, mm-hmm. 2nd century, you find that basically everybody... And it is just purely it's just purely because the number of the number of people in one in one given uh, generation mm. alive at the time has to uh, becomes greater than the number of people in that given area. So it's quite interesting. Um, there's a name for it which I will find and put in the, uh, in, the yes. in the notes. Really big. There's a, it's somebody's principle or or <clears throat> I'll find the name of the okay the study. It's quite quite thought provoking. It is quite thought-provoking. Before we go any further, I feel it's probably important for me to say I am a universalist liberal heathen. This okay. means that anybody is welcome around the virtual campfire. Mm-hmm. I do not understand that the faith of Asatru, the faith of being a heathen, is limited to people who are alive in Europe. I say that the gods call who they want, you know, and I have no right to say that they haven't been... Who are we to argue otherwise? You know, I can't, I have no authority to do that and I wouldn't want it. You know, if somebody says, I've been nudged in this direction, I'd like to learn more, awesome. Come sit around the fire, let's have a chat. So where my principle of universalist, liberal, heathen differs from somebody who is folkish somebody who is folkish may understand that only people from European or northern European descent can validly claim that faith that is not my viewpoint so when I'm talking about ancestors it can be a very potentially a very emotive subject Mm -hmm. it can be potentially one that divides modern heathens into into groups because of the way you, that you view your faith yeah so when i'm talking about ancestors i am not doing it in a way that excludes mm. ever no that is not my thing not my way <clears throat> i would have to say that i probably parallel this if um, yeah. i mean i have i have a as you, as you know a long a long standing affinity with the gods of rome Yes. As seen through the filter of a modern druid, which is, you know, go, it's all good. go work, go work that <laughs> yeah. out if you like. Go figure. Um, but at no point would I argue that, you know, these are these things are culturally specific. They are simply ways of looking at divinity. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was born and raised in Britain. 
mm -hmm. to British parents who were born to British parents and so on for quite a long way back as far as I know. Having said that, you know, that, that incorporates an awful lot of different strands uh, over the centuries. So to me, it isn't something that, uh, again, it, is, it isn't something that I can filter out certain groups of people and say, you know, you cannot look at this. No. It is. And in the UK, we've been invaded and settled and people have come for a holiday and stayed mm -hmm. and cultures have mixed and mingled and ideas and people and there is no one way of being British. No. But ancestors. Yes. Let's talk ancestors. If I look at ancestors in how the Vikings in the sagas looked at their ancestors. So this is about a thousand years removed from where we are. Mm. No, a thousand. thousand um, years? No. The Vikings in the, century. the classical Viking ages, yeah, around Third about... 10th, the... 11th, yeah. So about a thousand about years? About a thousand years. Yeah. Sorry, my maths did maths things there for a minute. That's and it right. just kind of went, have I got enough zeros? Have I got too many zeros? I can't work it out. <laughs> <laughs> Passing over the fact that I can't do maths. <laughs> so if you look at the sagas, and the sagas are stories that are written down after the fact, but they also detail, especially when you look at the Icelandic sagas, how people viewed their ancestors. Mm. Um, ancestors in that period were understood to confer blessings. Okay. You could ask your ancestors for a blessing. They commonly gave fertility to the land. Okay. That tends to be quite a big, big part of what goes on. Mm. So the the people and the land are intrinsically linked via the ancestors people can literally look out across their farmland or their village or their um, town with a, a palisade wall around it and they can see the cemeteries at the edges of their lands mm. the dead are buried along the margins along the boundaries okay so you can literally in that age look out across your lands and point to where your ancestors are as your ancestral claim on the land because they're buried in it. Yeah. They're right there. They, they prove that you've got rights to that farm or that land or that hillside because your ancestors are in it. Yeah. One of the other examples that you get is the fact that people who are living will go and sit out on a burial mound and they will do that. They will go and sit on their ancestors' burial mound to either receive inspiration or they'll have a question that they will sit and either they'll sit there all night and they'll try and stay awake or they'll sit there and they'll go to sleep and they'll dream and they'll, the answer will come to them or their ancestor will come to them because that's the place you go to go and talk to your ancestral spirits. How strange. You go was, and sit on the burial mound and I mean, I was ask. Always, <clears throat> I was brought up in, in, in sort of with Christian churches and mm. Christian cemeteries and burial grounds and stuff and I was always told you, you don't. I used to if I was, if I had to walk through a churchyard, you walk on a path. I walk, I walk around the graves. I yeah. make sure I don't stand on them because exactly. that would be because it's disrespectful. Yeah, the idea of going and sitting on some some dead person. Well, it tends to be not necessarily a flat grave. They're sitting on a mound, so yeah, they're yeah, sitting yeah, on a huge big pile of earth that's been plonked over the top. So yeah, it's like a little mini hill that you go and walk up and you sit on top of. Yeah. Um, ancestors in the sagas are petitioned for help, an awful lot. They're asked for their assistance, their guidance. They're still spoken to and communicated with as if they're still alive. Mm. For me, when I talk about my ancestors, 
it is logical to say that I know the names of some of them. I've spoken to people who were alive and are now no longer here. Yeah. They become my ancestors. Okay. They go into that grouping. Yeah. So when I say I greet the ancestors, I might want to use a general greeting. So I might want to just say hail to my ancestors. Mm. I don't have to name all of my ancestors. Okay. I might not know the names of all of my ancestors. No. They go back a whole long way. There are people in there that I have never met. I don't know their faces. I don't know their voices. I've never, you know, sat at their table and eaten with them. They are people that stretch way back. Mm that were still alive and their loves and their choices came down to me. Yeah. And I'm alive because of the choices and decisions that they made in their lives. That has resulted in me. When I greet the ancestors or I thank them, I don't tend to need to name all of them. This can be a a tricky thought if you think, well, I don't know all my ancestors. No. Or I'm not sure who my ancestors are. Or there's an ancestor that I know was very devoutly another faith that isn't a Sartre. You know, can I include them? Can I respect them in the way that I want to when I am greeting them? Yes. They are still your ancestor. The the thought that immediately occurs there, because I mean we were I think it's safe to say that we've you know, in cultural terms we both originate from Probably largely Christian families. Yes. I think yeah. that's fair to say. My grandmother it? was Christian, yeah. yeah. So you sort of think, well... She also rode a motorbike, which was awesome. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did my dad, I think. She, a, he did, yes, dad, yeah. yeah. He was a but total I, terror. But I suppose, you know, they kind of sort themselves out. I mean, if, yeah. if any, any ancestor of ours who is a Christian, yeah. or was a Christian, is... Presumably not going to hear us doing prayers to no, maybe not pagan gods because they're off doing, <laughs> doing their, their thing, heaven yeah. thing. And or if you have you know. ancestors that are atheist or Muslim or yeah. Hindu or Jewish, they're doing their thing. But mm. you know, those for who, me, it's those still who was, are of a mind to hear. Yeah, will hear. Will hear yeah. and know that you are including everybody. Yeah, I can name you three generations back and part of a fourth but that's it Wow! and I know that there are hundreds of people before that that I don't wow. know by name and I can't use their given name to greet them because I don't have a record An anymore uncountable number of people. <clears throat> yeah I mean you're doing better than me I can I <laughs> huge can, huge amount I can name you my parents yes yeah with a bit of thought I can name you my grandparents yeah I think I can I have no idea. My great grandparents. I have no idea who my great grandparents are. (laughs) Not the foggiest. But that's, I think for me, the beauty of that is if you come to it, you think, well, I'm worried because I don't know all my ancestors by name. Mm. You're not going to. No. They go back in a line that stretches further back than you will ever be able to see. Mm. The thought is, I will turn that round. You may not know who all of your ancestors are, but they will all know you. And you can speak to them just the same. Mm. Especially if you're not sure who your ancestors are. If you're thinking, well, I was adopted. And I'm worried that the family I've got isn't the family, my my blood relation family. Mm. Your family is your family. Mm. 
whether they are blood related to you or not. The people who cared for you and raised you and gave you values and experience and taught you how to move through the world mm. are your family. I suppose we come to this, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to run into the, uh, the issue of who the ancestors are and I know mm. that I mean that's a good way of that's a good way of describing it the people with whom with whom you have uh, kinship bond, bonds that kind of bond yeah. the, 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 the people who have who have raised you as you say and I think you know this this probably incorporates a lot of different perspectives on the idea because I mean people will say you know perhaps the perhaps the more folkish among us will say well you know your ancestors they might be blood relatives or they might be people who share your 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 culture or your yeah. nationality or what have you that through whatever actions they've taken have have created the the environment into which you were born and, mm. and that kind of thing I, I don't know i mean it's not i'll <laughs> i'll come to my i'll come to my views on ancestors in a minute it'll only take 2 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so for me even if Maybe you've come to a country and the people that you are, you know, you, you claim family with yeah. are in another country. Yeah. They're still there. Yeah. And the people that raised them, your ancestors, you can still talk to those ancestors. Yeah. There is, you know, the Vikings are huge travellers. They were still talking to their ancestors oh, yeah. and, and bringing their their ancestors with them when they came to a new place not literally yeah but you know they still felt those connections they still had those those links between them yeah for me the ancestors are very important mm. but they are in in that wider universal sense yeah of the people who are no longer in this world that guide me and help me do what I'm doing. Mm. In the sagas they'll tell you that the ancestors are petitioned for help. Yeah. So if I'm if I know that one of my ancestors had a particular skill or talent in a particular area that I could really do with a bit of help in, I might address them in prayer or yeah. I might say to them, I remember you. I remember you were good at this thing. Yeah. I would I know that those skills are in my line and I would like you to help me focus my talents and my experience and my understanding help me have a little bit of your understanding help me see things the way you saw things yeah. help me do this task that I am coming to mm. and I don't see that there's anything particularly bad about doing that there is certainly a lot of historical precedent for the ancestors being asked and talked to mm. if you have family news it used to be the tradition a few years ago certainly in the UK to write letters to all of the people on your Christmas card list and post them in the Christmas card envelope with your years worth of news do you remember <gasps> the doing round that? Robin, the, yes. the round robin which I you, never did it you may you know you're I've always been terrible at writing letters. <laughs> you may still do but you may now do by email or your I'm older relatives may do by email and they may give you or you may receive Christmas cards with a little bits of family news in it of people you've connected to over the years and they're telling you what's happened and what's going on. Hell, I'm terrible at texting people. <laughs> I can't even keep people up to date on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> but if you t 
take that concept and you want to choose one particular time in the year mm. to give your ancestors that family news. Yeah. Now, some people will choose Savine to do that. Yes. The that Halloween, the, the night... The dead are closest to us. The dead are closest to us. Yeah. Some people may view the dead are closest to us at Savine. Yeah. So you may choose at that time to write a round robin to you or your ancestors or speak one, stand by the fire and ask the fire to take your messages to them and say, oh yeah, I've got to tell you all, this is what happened this year. Yeah. You know, these qualifications have been earned, this has happened, this, all of this news is going on and this person has got engaged and I need to keep you up to date with what's happening in your family, mm. this is what's happening. Some folks prefer to write it in a letter or prefer to write specific ancestors a letter. Yeah. And then either burn it or bury it or send it off in a river. Send it send it up. Let it send or wherever. Yeah, yeah, let it send away and mm. focus on that connection between you and your ancestors. And the people that you you know, class as your family. Yeah. Um, family is a beautiful, all encompassing word. Um, for the last bit of this episode I'd like to concentrate a little bit on a specific group of ancestors. Okay. And those are your the, the ancestors of your female line. Right. Your mitochondrial ancestors. Your, yes. That's not all the ones with all the legs, is it? That's like centipedal ancestors. No. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so no, these are... mitochondrial <coughs> DNA is passed down through the female line. Through the female line. So the female ancestors of your line, whoever they may be, are called, in singular, they're called a dis, D-I-S. Dis. Uh, if you're looking at a group of them, the whole group of them, they're called the Dicia. Okay. If you want to acknowledge them as a specific group, you may have a Dicia blot, a, a right. Thanksgiving ritual or an honouring ritual to your female line. Okay. To the female line. I'm just going to say this is not to be <coughs> confused with the Roman Dis. No. Who is... Uh, God of the underworld. Yes. Uh, so similar, similar kind of, you know, Deus Manibus kind of, kind of area. Yeah. Deus, um, Deus Manibus. Well, a god, other gods. There, there is uh, people refer to Dis as the um, the the sort of spirits of the dead, as yes. in these uh, the, the, the inscription uh, Deus Manibus, which you Deus find Manib yes. in um, a, a lot. I thought of, I'd seen that. Yeah. Yeah, you find it a lot of a lot of uh, uh, grave funerary inscriptions it's like the um, opening isn't it it's to the spirits of the dead mm. um there's a, a a great example at uh, the what they call the gherkin in london mm. um, i'm gonna go just slightly off, off go off go do here. the thing go uh, and then we'll we'll get back on track at the gherkin in london which is a, a um, an office building at 30 saint mary axe for the sake only we could name something after a pick oh, yeah. hey why? Yeah, Why UK, would you do this? UK. No. Um, not UK. <laughs> Boaty McBoakface to the UK. <laughs> no, never mind. Um, when they were digging up the foundations for the Gherkin, uh, for the office building there, they, they uncovered uh, the remains of a uh, Roman girl, uh, a girl from Roman London, and they didn't oh, know wow. anything about her. They didn't know who she was or anything about what she did or anything like that. But they had to 
sort of work around her, her yes. grave. Yeah. Uh, and it was a beautiful touch. Um, immediately after they'd finished, as soon as they'd, they'd, they'd sorted that, that area out, they reburied her. Yes. And they, 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 they reburied her and they had... They didn't have to, but they did. They had a, a marble inscription done on one of the... There's like um, low uh, blocks that they've used as a sort of a boundary marker. Yeah. And they, put one of the, uh, they put an inscription on one of these blocks that just says, Dis manibus, puella incognita londiniensis... Hic jacet. Hic sepulta est. No! Oh, darn it. Which means, <clears throat> to the spirits of the dead, the unknown young girl from Roman London lies buried here, and they put a little laurel little laurel thing on it and it's it's just absolutely beautiful i you know the idea that they actually they actually took the time to sort of almost re-consecrate as best we can yes this girl's grave to her gods or her spirits in her way in her way as near as we can understand it they made the effort and i think that that counted for a lot anyway this this is not the dis we are no (laughs) that we are looking for you are looking for <coughs> move, move along. along. <laughs> <laughs> no, these these D's. These D's. These D's. This the is going to go wrong, isn't it? These D's here. These D's here. No, no. <laughs> this is going to go so wrong. I think it's already gone fairly far wrong. We're going to yeah. have to do some serious... We might um, have to do a bit, bit of tweaking. Placating later, after, after this, um, I think. There are examples of the D's, the female ancestral spirits, your female ancestral spirits, being called on for assistance. Mm. And there's a, a particular charm, which I'll recite, which is all about giving aid whilst somebody is giving birth. Okay. Asking the, the female ancestral spirits to aid the woman in labour. And it's, it goes, birth runes shall you know if birthing you'll aid. Okay. Mm-hmm. And bring forth from mothers the bairns, on palm shall you scratch them on spans of hands back and bid the disier to aid okay so here you are marking a birthing rune on somebody who is in labor and asking the female ancestral spirits to aid that person's labor on account of it being a bloody dangerous yeah endeavor it yes and you know epic pain Mm. and stamina and all that jazz mm. which a lot of the female ancestors will know mm. and have experienced so they can then be requested very politely to come and aid in that situation yeah. there are also portents of other kinds which involve the Decia and in the lay of Atlil mm. Glamvor tells Gunnar who is her husband Glamvor is a, 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 the lady yeah. she tells Gunnar her husband that she's been dreaming several dreams which she takes as portents okay and the last one she sees the dead women the deceer coming to claim her husband mm. so she knows that if her husband goes and does the endeavor that he's thinking of he's going to end up being claimed by the deceer and and taken okay so she dreams of the deceer coming to take him this is not a friendly dream. No, it depends on your interpretation. Yes, it does. I suppose it does. <laughs> it does. So there are lots of little ways you can connect with your ancestors. Mm. I mean, in that last example, they're almost acting as Valkyrie. Yeah, I guess. As 
somebody who comes to claim those who are who are newly dead and transport them elsewhere. The choosers of the slain. The choosers of the slain. For me, when I think about my ancestors, I'm thinking about all those ones that I know and have known yeah. and all the ones beyond that back into the distance that I have never had a chance to know and will never know. No. But all of those people have come down to me. Mm. All of them know me by name. I might not know all of them by name. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> it's all the people. It's all the people, which consequently means that, well, all the people. you know, if I go back far enough, mm. I have relation in every person I meet. Yeah. Every person is a member of my family. Every person deserves warm frith, warm hearth, mm. warm heart, good conversation, just sharing a little bit of what I have. Because I go back far enough, we are all connected. I don't have to go back far enough. I just yeah. have to go back. And we have connection between people. Humanitas. Humanitas. So I think we'd probably best leave it there for today. Oh. And, you know, hopefully we've had a wee bit of a, a zoom around ancestors. Indeed. What they mean to me personally. Yeah. And a couple of the examples of where they've come from history as well awesome so yes <sighs> usual sign off then if you'd like yes please do go ahead I thank you I've been Suzanne Martin you can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin and also on Twitter give me a follow throw me a friend request it's all good Indeed, I'm Kate and you can find me, uh, the best place to find me is on my shabby website, which is... <laughs> <coughs> Please! It's not! <laughs> improving it gradually, yeah, like a couple, of, a couple of words every two weeks. Yeah, no, 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 it's no. a good place, it's a good place. Um, but uh, you'll find me at glassrain.net um, and uh, my my social media accounts are linked from there or you can leave a comment directly on the website if you want to yes if there's anything you'd like us to cover mm-hmm. in a future Frithcast just let us know post us a comment get in touch we're always keen to hear your suggestions it's all good we, we, we record these a little bit ahead of putting them out we do so, uh, so we've got chance for life to happen in indeed. between times so if you do make any suggestions we, you, won't, you won't see them crop up immediately but they will, yeah, they'll get there. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll be there before long. Yeah. And we're more than happy to, um, you know, we're more than happy to go. I, I'm saying this, I'm not the heathen. I don't know <laughs> these things. If you've got any, 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 uh, any questions or whatever, I, you know, I know Suzanne is more than happy to. Oh, thanks. Just drop me right in oh, it. Of course I'm dropping you right in it. If they wanted to know about druidry, they'd been following a druid podcast. And even with, with my wife dropping me right in it. <laughs> <laughs> and being a crap druid, I can't really tell them much anyway. You are not a crap druid. <sighs> with that, lovely listeners, we will see you round the virtual campfire next time. We will, and we're looking forward to it. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.